If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com. You can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. So if you had the Raptors being roadkill, rolling over into the fetal position, sucking their thumb and saying, ah, we can't win in Milwaukee, uh, you are a loser. Because the Raptors have checked that box. Kawhi Leonard 
Kawhi Leonard, a terrible interview, but a very good basketball player, and he has proven in Toronto that that Spurs run was not just a product of being in San Antonio. He had to go outside of the Alamo to prove that. He has done it. He was dominating down the stretch of this game. A six-point win if you didn't watch it, and based on the television ratings, I'm the only one watching it. Uh, But they win in Milwaukee, and 35.7 rebounds, nine assists, couple of steals. Five three-pointers, and the stat that I saw, that I, I, I thought this was the case, but I didn't know until after the game, that he, he had the nine assists. They all led to a three-pointer. So he ended up getting all think about it, all nine of his assists were on a three-point play. Well, Toronto's most of their offense was on three-point shots, but 62 points either scored or assisted in this particular game for Kawhi Leonard. And in the lead-up to this game, the media, what was the story? If you paid any attention to this, right? You remember? I remember, because I got no life. The media made it seem like something was very wrong with Kawhi. They were building an excuse. It certainly seemed like the the media were carrying the water for a poor performance and an out, an escape hatch for Kawhi Leonard, like he was literally on his deathbed prior to the game. And then, voila! Uh, He was a wrecking ball for Toronto. Leonard hit shots that had a high degree of difficulty. The kind of shots that would win if you play a game of horse or a game of pig, you would win with those shots, right? The the degree of difficulty right there, step back, jumpers from, from long distance and all that. So bottom line is the Raptors are feeling pretty good, right? Feeling pretty good. They have the leg up. They're up three to two. And game six is back in Canada on Saturday. So congratulations to the Raptors. But the better story is in the losing locker room. It's some rancid cheese. Some rancid cheese. Now the question, who gets the biggest slice of the blame pie? Because the the Milwaukee Bucks, to lose at home, the way they did in the fourth quarter down the stretch, is a basketball atrocity. So I'm going to point my finger at the Greek freak. That's how I'm rolling. The Greek freak, the hangover from the shoulder rub by Drake and of the coach of Toronto and putting some kind of hex on the opposition there in Milwaukee. Now, my thoughts, you've got the alpha dogs, ducks, and adrenaline junkie. And we will put all of this together. We'll put some cheese on top because the game was played in Wisconsin. And then we'll put more cheese on top. And then the final ingredient will be more cheese. So that's how we're going to do it. Now, A, Giannis Adentacumbo. If you did not see this game, if you're just a box score troll, you just you just kind of troll through the box scores, Giannis Adentacumbo had stats that were not terrible. 24 points. I believe he had six rebounds, six assists. But this is misleading. Right, there's a point of demarcation. If you didn't see the game, you don't know this. If you watch the game, you know exactly what I'm about to tell you, but it's going to make you feel good because you already knew this. Uh, Giannis Adentacumbo sucked at a time you cannot suck. With the game in the balance, Adentacumbo was nowhere to be seen. He was passive. He was lackadaisical, lethargic. And you want, and I think we all agree on this, whatever your favorite team is, your favorite player, just watching athletic competition – in that situation, down the stretch, if you're the headliner 
on your team. You got to be an alpha dog. We like the alpha dogs. It's like that coach, the, the old football coach at Coastal Carolina, right? We don't need a bunch of cats. Right, meow. Right, we need more dogs. Like, like that's what you need. You got to be a dog down the stretch. The margins are so thin in the NBA players. Giannis uh, was Casper the friendly ghost. He was Casper the friendly ghost when the game was on the line. The Bucks lost this game because of Giannis. Now this defense had some issues. The defense had some issues guarding the perimeter shots. For Milwaukee, it's almost like, all right, we'll see if they can knock down a bunch of three-point shots. They did, but Giannis got outplayed. The matchup inside the matchup, right? The game within the game. Giannis Adentacumbo squared up with Kawhi Leonard. In the fourth quarter, Kawhi Leonard had 15 points, took nine shots. Giannis Adentacumbo had six points. He took three shots in the fourth quarter. Three shots. The presumptive MVP of the NBA took three more shots than I did, than you did. That's your MVP? I'm going to use some Maller math. I hope you're not upset. That is a nine-point advantage in favor of Toronto. Just the head-to-head matchup, Leonard versus Adentacumbo. The Raptors, by the way, won the fourth quarter. They were trailing going to the fourth quarter. They outscored Milwaukee by nine points. Do you see the connection here? Am I wrong to connect these two things? Do these things not connect together? Am I just doing patternicity? Is that what I'm doing? You have to demand the ball. And B, the Milwaukee Bucks, what they have done here is punted away a golden opportunity. Now you can say, well, Toronto took it from them. But in the tail of the tape, when you look at this, if you analyze it like a big heavyweight fight, every advantage for just for game six – was on the side of the guys from Wisconsin. Home cooking, better roster supposedly, the MVP, the Greek freak, uh, Kawhi was injured, all that. All the ducks were lined up in a row for a date with the Warriors in the NBA Finals. And what they did is they went into the powder room and they flushed that down the toilet. Right? They, we don't need that. Right? And they're done in also, not just Kawhi Leonard, but the revival of Fred Van Vliet. Right, Fred Van Vliet, who sounds like a character from a cartoon or something like that, and he played like a cartoon early in the playoffs here, but Van Vliet was marvelous. He had 21 points in the game, knocked down seven three-point shots. The only shots he made were three-point shots. When he was on the court, it was a plus 28. Now, I'm not a negative person. I do positive radio. You know, everyone else is negative. I do positive radio. I'll be positive, right? I'll be positive for Milwaukee. Okay, if you're looking for something that, to hang your hat on, the Bucks outscored the Raptors by 22 points when Fred Van Vliet was not in the game. The problem was Van Vliet was in the game most of the time. He played 30, over 37 minutes of the game. And the Raptors, their bench outscored Milwaukee's bench uh, by 20. Plus 20 in favor of Toronto. I mean, you know, if you go through the whole list here, the last two games, the Raptors, much maligned, and rightfully so, very marginal bench players, have outscored Milwaukee 83-38, to 38, which you could flip those numbers, right? That's either, It goes either way. 83-38 uh, to 38 there, and Toronto wins this. You look at the starting line. The bench was so good, the start is blue. Pascal Siakam, Danny Green, and Marcus Gasol, three starters. For Toronto, 75% of the, the starting lineup, essentially. they 6 of 24 from the floor, those guys. They took 24 shots and missed 18 of them. 
the Raptors as a team didn't shoot particularly well. They shot less than 37%, but they hit a bunch of three-point shots, and they didn't turn the ball over in the fourth quarter. All right, last thing here. Now, the other story involving this game, Milwaukee and Toronto, is with a minute 12 seconds on the clock, and the Bucks trailing by three. They took out Giannis Adentacumbo. They took him out of the game. Giannis, it looked like he had hurt his his ankle on a, a possession prior to that, and the Raptors' backcourt, uh, he, he had been stepped on. I think it was Kawhi Leonard that stepped on him, uh, if I remember correctly. But but anyway, they took him out of the game. But it would have been fine if he had not come back and he, you know if they were gonna, about to amputate his, his foot, but that was not the case. He had fallen down. And I guess he had that life alert, so he pressed the button and then somebody in the ambulance came and picked him up, which is good when you're elderly. You need that life alert. It's a good thing. But he fell down, and and he you know, kind of, it was a little slow getting back on defense, and then he left the game with the foul when the clock stopped in the foul. But then he came right back in the game shortly after that. And the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean, what are you doing here? What, what are you? My, Mike Budenholzer who was very upset by the massage that the other coach got, uh, he was asked why Giannis Adentacumbo came out of the game in the fourth quarter. And his answer, right, his answer was so ridiculous, right, so ridiculous that it needs highlighting on our little radio show. Uh, Budenholzer, the Bucks coach, said he, you know, he twisted his ankle in the backcourt, blah, 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 uh, said that, Giannis just looked like he was in a lot of pain and couldn't move. Now, that's not terrible. That part of the quote is not bad. That part of the quote is fine. It's pretty benign. But wait, there's more, as a good infomercial commercial will tell you. Uh, Budenholzer then showing he is not an adrenaline junkie. He said as to why Adentacumbo returned to the action. He said, quote, the adrenaline wore off and he was able to go back into the game. It's the opposite of that. If you the, the adrenaline, if it wears off, you can't play. You can pl- ride the wave of adrenaline. It's human anatomy, human 101, how we're wired and all that. But listen, congratulations to Kawhi Leonard, to Fred Van Vliet. The squeaky players get the win. They were the ones that made the noise there. And we'll hear from some of the participants. Here's Mike Budenholzer. And when you lose, taking a page out of Sean Payton's playbook, you must discuss the officials. Yeah, I mean, it just feels like he should be at the free throw line more. They have a couple of guys that are veterans that are very crafty that seem to um, get there a lot. Lowry, when he drives, you got to be incredibly disciplined. Uh, He creates a lot of contact and is rewarded for it. Giannis, you know, creates a lot of the same contact and doesn't seem to get the same whistle, get the same reward. Yeah, that's... I don't want to get fined. It just doesn't seem that it's fair. It doesn't seem that it's equal. It doesn't seem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure the NBA officials, the, the mandate, the talking points are, let's try to do everything we can to get a Canadian team in the NBA finals. That's what we need. We need all Canada. Because that's how it always works in North American sports, right? There's always you see all those Canadian teams in the Stanley Cup final, right? Isn't it I think it's Edmonton versus Montreal in the Stanley Cup final next No, it's not. Oh, that's right. It's St. Louis and Boston, but all the players are Canadian. That that's right. All right, here, let's hear from the the horse's mouth. Giannis Adentacumbo, 
who points out that the Milwaukee – I think he's about to tell you here that the Milwaukee Bucks in game six coming up, uh, the uh, the upcoming game in Toronto, that they, they are not going to roll over and play dead. You know, you cannot treat us just another game. Uh, it's a must win. Like must everybody win. knows it. Knows it. Uh, you know, uh, and we're just going to go in there and try to do as much as we can do, leave everything on the court. You know, uh, make shots, play hard, uh, give energy, yeah. and hopefully we can get a win. It's not just another game. Got to go in there and win, come back. Okay. He's trying to, like, you could hear his mind, like, what's the next cliche? I got my, not my Rolodex, because I'm young, so I have, like, my iPhone. My I scroll my iPhone to find what to. All right, uh, here's. Giannis again, and uh, he points out that the Milwaukee Bucks will have some anger. Anger. We can't fold. You know, we're going to come back to Milwaukee being pissed. Like, you cannot fold. You got to go out there and give everything you got. If we lose, we lose. Okay, cool. But we're not going to fold as a team, and that's not what we do. All right. So he also said, we're the, somewhere in there, he said, we're the best team in the league. And, and then you heard the part where he says, if, if we lose, we lose. Okay, cool. <laughs> We're not going to fold as a team. Didn't they fold in this game? So they've already proven they can fold. I guess we don't have to hear anymore about, oh, the Toronto Raptors, they don't lose multiple games in a row. Now, here we go. Now they've lost multiple games in a row. Change the story. Move the goalposts. We say hello to Edmund, Dallas, Steamboat, Willie, Judas, Solid Gold, Garcia. Nine to five. Uh, corporate Garcia. All the- Running out of room. Yeah, you know, and people are very upset that you don't give me. I, I I give you nicknames every hour. You do not. Mine are short. Yours are way too long. N- no. Yes. No. People love my nicknames. They that's, can't get that's enough. That's not true. You want to bet? I'll do a poll on Twitter. I'll do a survey. Yeah, your polls are um, not fair and balanced. No, you are not fair and balanced. I'm always fair and balanced. You sure about that? I'm positive. Yeah. Okay. So you have something to say? You want you want to go under oath? You want to uh, uh, absolutely say say your name, and I am always truthful. I never tell a lie. Go ahead. Absolutely. Say say what I just. said. I am always truthful. I never tell. Say a lie. Say your name at the beginning. Go ahead. I'm Eddie Garcia. Always truthful. Never tell a lie. Okay. Thank you for that. The defense rests for now. We'll have more on this in a minute. Uh, we will have, but people, somebody just sent a tweet in that they want to hear my rundown, my nickname rundown. I'll nobody, give nobody, people, nobody yes, did that. Yes, they did. I don't Eddie. believe that. They did. Well, it's save right it for later. Save it for the fifth hour of the no, show. No, 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 no. Save the best I for am, last. Eddie, I am known as the no, no, no. Don't do that. Don't. No, no. I've oh. been called the bannering broadcaster, the Beethoven of BS, the curmudgeon of commentary. They say, "Hey, Maller, you're the chasm of sarcasm." I, I get asked on Facebook. I did it for Maller, Czar of Zany, Dark Knight of Weeknight Sports Radio, Mogul of Mischief, Benny Jackass. the Brazen, King of Zing, the facetious Fox. <laughs> I loaned that nickname out, the facetious Fox. You pay me five hundred thousand dollars, I'll endorse a gay magazine. What's wrong with that? Sultan of Insult and Jumping Jack of Wisecrack, Inside of Overnight. You've got to be kidding me. Nabob of negativity, the sage of outrage, pinnacle of cynical, prince of preposterous, professor of propaganda. I was so excited. I wanted to pick more guys. I love it. Hazar of hyperbole, along with the mad hatter of sports chatter. That is a complete load of crap. And that's only 21 of the 42. 21 too many. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, I haven't had any. I could keep adding nicknames. People love giving me nicknames. 
They don't like to pay me a lot, but I get a lot of no, nicknames. Nobody likes your nicknames. No, no, Except like for you. you. They don't like your nicknames. Well, get rid of them then. I'll get fine. Done. No more nicknames. We're only going to call you the original nickname I gave you, the Shuttlecock of Sports No, Talk. no, that that's is the t- only that nickname. That is the stupidest nickname it's of all time. It's a great nickname. That is, and that's a, that's a lie. That's not even the original it's, nickname it, it, you gave me. The original nickname you gave me was the Godfather, and you yeah, know it. That was the original nickname. That's, everyone's known as the Godfather and all that, but I like the Shuttlecock of Sports no. Talk. It flows. It's, it's got rhythmic It makes no sense. It. it makes no sense. It, it, it does. You brought up the Shuttlecock on the air. That's what they use in badminton. That's right. And so that's a great nickname for that's, it. That's ridiculous. We couldn't think of what it was, and then you said the name of it, so there you go. It's better than the, the What late, a great way to start the show. The late, great Frank Pollock, who we <laughs> nicknamed the, the Codpiece. Well, he was he was the he was odd because yeah, he, was he was a fisherman. Big, you you, big, you added that other part. Well, no, we thought, well, he likes to fish, uh, Frank. May he rest in peace. And so we call, <laughs> we call him the Big Cod. And then listener pointed out, well, no, he's, just, he's the Codpiece. And I didn't know at the time what a cod piece was, but then I learned. I sure, Googled sure it. And I was know. like, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So while the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Raptors were sparring in Milwaukee, a game that would ultimately be won by Toronto. Yeah, holy poutine. The team from Canada is a win away from going to the NBA Finals, and they will have home court advantage. The Warriors will be the road team. Not that it matters. They always win on the road anyway, but they'll they'll be on the road to start. Game one of the finals will be in possibly Canada. At this point, you'd have to say that the Raptors will be favored in game six. It should be in Canada. Wow. The NBA Finals start in six days. Six days from today. Next Thursday is game one of the NBA Finals. We have another week, uh, essentially, to go. So, well, that is the backdrop. We have other stuff going on. The all-NBA team was unveiled. Yeah. Tell me you're not excited. It's always a big day in the Maller household. Uh, everyone giddy. Just anticipating the excitement. Uh, so there was a story here that you know, mildly caught my interest. I, I think it's pretty good. Uh, it's the reaction that really got my attention. But if you did not see it, now the mainstream media who vote for the all-NBA team, like the assembled NBA media, many of them working for teams, get to vote for the all-NBA spots. And this has a lot of meaning financially to the players when you make an all-NBA team you are set up on easy street when you make the All-NBA team financially. Uh, so the mainstream media outraged that Clay Thompson, nowhere to be found, nowhere to be found Clay Thompson, uh, he learned of this basketball atrocity. He was meeting with reporters on Thursday. The Warriors, you know, they got nothing else to do, so they're practicing. And he was about as pleased as a nine-year-old girl eating a plate of broccoli. I was not happy at all. And we have the audio tape. So rather, I'm going to tell you more of what happened, but I want you to hear the audio 
But actually, you know what? Before you hear the audio, just imagine Jay Cutler-like body language to go along. I know we can't show you this because we're on radio and we don't have pictures, but just imagine that. Here's here's how it's done. I mean, that's cool and all, but like when you go to five straight finals, I, I, I respect those guys, but holy, when you go to five straight, I mean, it takes more than just a couple of NBA guys. It's like all-time team, but whatever. That's not... I'd rather win a championship and be 13 on NBA, so it's all good. Do you, do you, not, do you not like that, that that affects potential contract statuses, you know, all NBA stuff? Because that would have elevated you. Yeah. It's, it is what it is, you know, I can't control it. Uh, do I think there's that many guards better than me in the league? No, but that's the reason why we're still playing, so I don't even want to get into it, honestly. All right, so that was a perturbed Clay Thompson in real time. So I mentioned the body language. Now, you couldn't see this, but he was, when he first found out that he didn't make the all NBA team, and Kemba Walker of the Hornets made it the last, the third all NBA team, uh, his reaction included excessive blinking as he kind of processed the information. His eyes were rolling and he had a shoulder shrug. All negative body language. He tossed, as you heard the audio, he tossed in a whatever, like a teenage girl, whatever. And that was that was the big annoying thing in the back of the day, back in my day. And then you had this one, which is now more of a sign of the times. It is what it is, which is the male equivalent of whatever. But now gender, gender fluidity, everyone says it. Uh, everyone says it. It is what it is and whatever. So let's discuss the question, does Clay Thompson have a compelling case and a legitimate beef with the media over being snubbed on the all-NBA vote. Now, my position is no. I'm going to go thumbs down on this. My observations, you've got impunity, consolation prize, and Goldilocks. And we will put all of this together. We'll put some some sourdough bread, warm it up, put some butter on top, and we'll have a nice uh, conversation now. Number one, uh, Clay Thompson. Number one knows what the dealio is. He is not the headliner on the Warriors. He's never been the headliner on the Warriors. It's Steph Curry, and lately it's been Kevin Durant. But he's been hurt. Those are the guys on the marquee. Clay Thompson has been in recent years a third wheel in this Frankenstein of an NBA team that just keeps winning year after year. He does not deserve to be on the All-NBA team. Why? He's not carrying the water. The All-NBA team is reserved for players that carry the load. He doesn't carry the load. Kimball Walker, say what you want. I don't think Kimball Walker is one of my favorite players, but he is the alpha dog on the Charlotte Hornets. He is. And that's a whole different responsibility level that Kemba Walker has in Charlotte and, and you know, the, the amount of influence he has on whether that team succeeds or doesn't succeed. Well, Charlotte didn't succeed, right? They didn't succeed. They didn't have a great year like they wanted to. But anyone that pays attention to this stuff knows that the thing about Clay Thompson is he's not carrying the Warriors, and he has impunity. Now, what do I mean by using the word impunity? Uh, I, I mean, I'll give you some algebra. Two, let me give you some numbers. Two, 16, six, 16, and four, and 13. Now, what does that mean? Those are some random shooting performances of Clay Thompson. That was a gaggle of some of his performances with Golden State 
the electrician, one of his nicknames. Killer Clay, uh, he's often canonized when he has a, a, a wonderful performance. He's had some massive games where he goes like 17 of 20 or something like that. But more times than not, it's 5 of 15. And when he has a night where he shoots 2 of 16 or 4 of 13, you know what happens? He gets ignored. He is given exoneration. And Clay Thompson, you can just go by the number. You want to go by the raw numbers here, which tell part of the story, not the whole story. Clay Thompson averaged 21 and a half points, less than four rebounds, and like two and a half assists. Campbell Walker was almost 26 points a game, and he was four and a half rebounds, and he was close to six assists per game. He had better numbers across the board, every single category. And again, he is the X factor in Charlotte. Now, the second thing, as we chat here on the Ben Maller Show, if you're listening live, try the podcast. If you're on the podcast, get some insomnia and listen live. All right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, so the second thing here, watching Clay's reaction, it was obvious to me. And you didn't get to see it. You heard it. This is, as I suspected, about the money. Right? It's about the money. Otherwise, that you wouldn't get that reaction because the only thing that changes... Like Clay Thompson was already on his road to winning a championship with the Golden State Warriors. Let's keep it real here, right? Golden State's going to win the NBA championship. The only thing that changed by him not being on the All-NBA team was his finances. He was denied the Supermax contract. Now, I would be uh, I'd be chafed also. So would you, right? I think it's a natural human reaction. You're like, wait a minute. This is terrible. Now, I'm sure that Clay Thompson is now going to have to get a second job, maybe take out a loan to pay his bills here and just to make ends meet. That's got to be difficult. He's going to have to settle now for $190 million, Clay Thompson. I mean, that is that is a just brutal consolation prize. When you go on a game show and they give you a parting gift, it's often $190 million or less than that, give or take. But if he had Clay Thompson been put on the all-NBA team, he which he didn't deserve to be on, he would have made $221 million, so it's an extra $31 million. Now, my advice to Clay is to you know, take some meds, jump into the Pacific Ocean, and chill out, man. Right? We assume the position that he's going to stay with the Warriors. So if he had extra moolah, let's say, let's say he had this extra money. Guess what? He would just be paying more in taxes to corrupt politicians. So, the, you know, thirty-one million is a great amount of money, but most of that, by the time you pay local and federal taxes, uh, you're, you're not getting much of that. You're not getting much of that. Now, the final point here: if Clay Thompson really wants to get the respect, right? R e s p e c t. If he wants that, and, and some say he deserves it. Then he can't stay with Golden State. He's got to leave the Warriors. Go to the Clippers. Wear the Clipper uniform and win. And average 30 points a game. Or Lakers. Go to the Knicks and light up the garden, the Mecca, when teams are double-teaming you every single game and you are the central part of their defensive strategy to stop. Let's see how you shoot. I I know you're not the central part of anybody's defense against Golden State, and you still have a lot of 5 of 15 shooting performances. So I would say don't hold your breath on him leaving the Warriors. He is a supporting actor, and it really is a zero-sum game for Klay Thompson to leave. 
It is. I mean, you're talking about you know, reputation of a, a splash brother because when he leaves and then he's exposed, it reminds me it's a different era. But we used to have a lot of conversations in, when I first started in, in sports radio. When you know, maybe it was before my time, maybe my dad did. But Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan, and and Pippen, there were people that loved the dogma of Pippen and said Scottie Pippen's better than Jordan. Jordan gets all the headlines, or they're just the same as each other. And then Pippen left, and they went their separate ways, right? Jordan left, and then Pippen left the the Bulls, and he went down to Houston and Portland, and he was exposed. He was not – he didn't get that much better like people anticipated he would do. Uh, It didn't go so well. He was on one of the great disappointments of that era in the NBA, the Rockets, who had Scottie Pippen and I think Clyde Drexler and uh, Charles Barkley and all these – yeah, and all these legendary players, and it did not did not go go well for him. So it is more likely than not that he will stay in the Goldilocks zone, which is the Roman Empire of the NBA right now, the juggernaut Warriors. But you know, why would you turn down 190 million dollars and you don't have to be the like the most important employee? You can be the third option, and maybe you become the second option if Durant actually leaves the Warriors. But 190 to be a part of an ensemble cast, that's that's pretty good. It's pretty 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 good. All right, so the Ben Maller show on Fox. And we're all on diets here, but somebody offered to be the pizza benefactor tonight. Who do we need to thank for this, Roberto? Who's, Terry. Terry in England. In England. How about that. He did we get fish and chips? No, we got pizza. Yeah. We got a pizza pie in here. And we are sticking it to the man. Because uh, we'll bring in Eddie. I don't know his nicknames. Uh, he's over there. Yeah, I was uh, uh, going to say. Uh, five five our, our, our old uh, pizza place uh, was acting a fool, and so we've gone with a new place, yeah, I guess. Huh? We're going with a mom and pop shop, All right. which is not far from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And we're going to give him a shot here. We'll see how the pie tastes. And we got some appetizers here. We'll see how this goes. This could become our new spot. Now, Roberto, yeah. how did Terry get you the money? PayPal. Oh. Well, the money in Europe goes further here, right? I mean, so he, it's like Terry in England's like a baller here because – am I right on that still? The the difference between the currencies is in favor of England, right? By a lot. I believe that's the case still. I haven't kept up. I know the currency in New Zealand. We're not as good as New Zealand. The New Zealand money's worth more than our money. Well, I feel like Which bothers bo- me because yeah. I get paid in New Zealand money when I go on there. Every oh, week. you get paid for that. Look at yeah. you. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't do what, things. What? 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 Uh, what kind of? Uh, What's that? Do you know what type? I know it's not. It's like electric, electrically transferred or whatever. Yeah, I'm no, sure. I, I don't know. Did exactly you, you, what don't, they call you, you don't know what they call it? No, no. But they I, they have whatever the exchange rate is. I get screwed. I know that. <laughs> of <laughs> I, course, I know you that do. much because it's uh, yeah. One pound equals one point two seven dollars. Okay, so you get a little bit, a little bit more. You get a little bit more uh, when you when you change the money over. So, anyway, well, thanks to Terry, I appreciate that. Thank you, and, Terry. Thank you, uh, Terry. Are we all eating? I, I don't know. I'm yes. Coop says maybe. Eddie, are you eating? Uh, I'll I'll give it since it's a new place. I'll I'll eat a slice. You eat a slice. Yeah, I got some churros too. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah, I'm ha- yeah. I'm having a I'm having a churro and and two garlic knots. That's 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 enough. That's it for me. Okay. All right. In case you're curious what we're doing here. Yeah. Yes, everyone yeah. really wants to know that. It's very important. Oh, I learned something that was shocking. Yeah, well, first of all, I got cornered yesterday when I was leaving the building. Our friend, the security guard. 
Yeah, the comic book guy. Yeah, the comic book guy. He he starts hitting me up in the party. He's very lonely because there's no one here overnight. Yeah. You guys keep us. talking about this guy, but I never see this guy. All you have to do is walk right out the door over <laughs> yeah, here, he's Roberto. Like, he's, he's always there. He's got, a, he's got a bunch of bags with comic books in it, and he's doing his thing. Yeah, so the so the guy he pulls me aside and he just I he and I don't I don't mind talking to him. I think he's a good guy and I like talking to him. But I generally I want to get to the gym as possible as quick as possible as I can because I I don't want to lose the motivation to go to the gym. And the longer gap between the end of the show and the gym, the more likely I am to go astray and not actually make <laughs> it to the gym. So I try to get out of here as fast as I can. And he's telling me stories. They're doing construction, Eddie. Some uh, some like. Um, Doctor outfit's gonna move into the building, and they they've got office space. So he's telling me the whole thing. They had there's a bunch of construction workers here overnight, and 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 they're going through that and, and doing the whole thing. So anyway, he then reveals, and this was shocking. This was shocking to me that he is a published author, Eddie. I I did not know that. Yes. He's a published author. Has he written his own comic books? I'm going to give you the name of the book. I'll give it. I'll give it a plug. I've never. I've not read the book. Yeah, I it's knew a, this. It's a, you knew this already. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name of the book? Because I know the name of the book. I'm trying to remember. It's about a dog. Yes. It is called Down the Block Comics. Is the name of the book, and the guy that wrote it is our security guard. I'm like, wait a minute. I've been trying to write a book for like seven years. I've talked about writing a book. This guy's got a published book. So then then he tells me, he somehow it came up that he has the book, and then he proceeded to tell me pretty much every page of the book. <laughs> well, you don't have to read it now. <laughs> yeah, but then he, he kept saying, well, you should go buy, the, you should go buy the, the book and all that. He told me he like, this, is, this blew me away also. He said, our security guard, that they took him to Comic-Con to promote the book. The people that made the book took him down to San Diego to the you know the, the holy grail of the comic book world, Comic Con, and it, it's great. Down in the block, comic said it's an insanely funny comic series about a sweet little girl Kimmy who loves her dog Cornbread, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is uh, so that is great. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, good yeah. for him. Yeah, it's uh, published six years ago. So he gave you the link. To buy it for one dollar? Uh, so you said it was on Amazon or something like that. Is it one dollar? Is that how much? I believe it so. One dollar. Yeah, it's not much. It's, it's a good deal. It's value right not there. Not bad. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zincom slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players redemption seekers and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars anyone can win relationships matter and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And oh, here we go. The Koopaloop. Newsman Koopaloop. During a press conference on Wednesday, Roger Goodell said that the NFL is, quote, gathering information on the Robert Kraft case, but he wouldn't speculate on what his punishment might be. Ben, how long do you think it'll be before we get a ruling and... What will the ruling be? All right, so first of all, if Roger Goodell has turned over a new leaf and, and he will now let this be adjudicated in the court system, if that's true, it's what Goodell said this week, then Bob Kraft will not be punished until at least 2020 or beyond. 
The reason I say that, the state of Florida is digging in. They're bunkering down. To, they want that video in the court case because it's going to screw up how they do this in the future with these rub and tug outfits and all that stuff. So th- this is going to drag out for like a year. And secondly, assuming Robert Kraft finally wins and, and the case is thrown out, he's not going to be suspended at all. He'll be fine. He won't be suspended. Next. The California State Senate passed a bill on Wednesday that allows college athletes compensation for the use of their name, image, or likeness. Ben, is this the start of something big? Uh, no, I don't believe it. I'll believe it when it happens. It still feels like it's light years away from being a reality. There's going to be a lot of legal posturing by the NCA. They have to determine you know, what is fair market value. And if they do that... Will the lawsuits end or will there be more lawsuits? All I want is that NCAA football game back with EA Sports. They got rid of that. I'm still bummed. All right, next. So a rumor flying around now is that the Lakers' insistence on hiring Jason Kidd is due to Kidd's connection to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ben, Giannis has said in the past that he would never want to play in a city like L.A. or New York. Do you think he'll always stick to that? No, I don't think he'll stick to it, but he's not going to play with Jason Kidd. The guy was a terrible coach with the Bucks. People are making up anything, and Laker fans will buy it. The historians, it's fake news. How did we do, Kubaloo? You failed, future Laker. Oh, you failed. You get nothing. Go eat a shark. Good day, sir. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. All right, actual joke sent in by actual listeners like yourself. I'll read the joke, bounce it off Eddie. He'll bounce it back to me. Thank you so much for sending these jokes in. You guys have been great. Every week we get new people that find jokes that they think are good for the show, and they send us in uh, to the, they send it to me, care of the Ben Maller Show, at gmail.com. I'll bounce it off Eddie. I'll give you the punchline. And you'll hear all kinds of sound effects from Roberto, depending on if it's good or not. Coop's got some offensive jokes. And Weed Man is back if you want to be uh, the roast. Yeah, yeah. Ben's response. You in for the jokes? Yeah. Make me laugh. Okay. (laughs) Why (laughs) Why was Magic contacted to produce a remake of the movie Speed? I don't know, Ben. Why was Magic contacted to remake Speed, the movie? He he is great at blowing up buses. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the team to LeBron. Bill from Iowa. What is A-Rod's least favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie? Hmm. A-Rod's least favorite Alfred Hitchcock movie is what? Rear Window. He does not like that. That's uh, Gordon in Tacoma. What do you call the... Photographer uh, that the photographer rather that took the potty shots of A Rod. Uh, I don't know. What do you call that guy? A pooping Tom. That's what you call him. <laughs> 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 it's a big man's lame jokes. A week actual jokes sent in by actual listeners How like yourself. You uh, Nike got in trouble for not paying athletes who are pregnant. We just talked about this, yeah. but not those who manufacture the shoes, Eddie. I, I okay. That's because the factory workers haven't hit puberty yet, so they can't get pregnant. Uh, so it's a good not. Point. Don't worry about that. That's a George, George, pot, 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 chicken. George in Rochester, Minnesota. Why is Marcel in Brooklyn so jealous of the current HUD secretary? Uh, I, I do not know, Ben. Because Ben Carson's food pick went viral <laughs> instead of his. 
So, so, we're on the air, uh, Weed Man. What is he Lisa, doing? Yeah, Lisa, Lisa, that's Lisa. Oh, wow, she's alive. All right, Kurt, that was Kurt from Earth. Hi, Lisa, we're on the air. All right, why was Angry Bill so happy <laughs> when he got season tickets and became a Cleveland Browns fan? I don't know. Why was Angry Bill happy about that? He got excited because he was going to be able to sit in the dog pound. This is <laughs> childhood. This is dream come true. That's take that in your pooper and pop. Yeah. Ernie the Great O'Piner, why did Angry Bill get a job as a dog stylist? I don't know. Why did Angry Bill get a job as a dog stylist? He was uh, grooming future victims, unfortunately. Yeah, that's not right. How dare you? That's uh, Mike, Mike from buck, Oregon. Buck, buck, chicken. Mike from Oregon sent that one in. All right. Uh, what did Angry Bill tell the a lot of Angry Bill jokes? What did Angry Bill tell the police when they stopped him uh, for hitting someone over the head with a coffee cup? I don't know. What did he tell the police? He said, I was just mugging them. <laughs> I like that joke. I like it. That was from Chris in Maine. What do you call a party bus for Angry Bill? I don't know. What do you call a party bus for Angry Bill? Greyhound. <laughs> what was Angry Bill's least favorite day of the week in prison? I don't know. What was his least day of the week? Least favorite day of the week in prison? Uh, hump day. He did not like. Hump day. <laughs> that was from. Uh, that's from, uh, that's from Gary, Gary from. Yeah, you're calling him an idiot. Gary from Youngstown. All right, let's see. We'll skip over that one. Uh, what did we get after A Rod was on the toilet? Oh, I don't know. What did we get after A Rod uh, was on the toilet? Uh, exclusive Steve from Manhattan. Wow. Apparently, that's, uh, <laughs> Ernie, the, uh, Ernie the Great Opiner. How many douchebag Steves? How many douchebag Steves does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know how many. One douchebag Steve. He holds the bulb and the earth rotates around him. So yeah, worry about that. So that's a that's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> Did you hear that Lamar Odom was stopped by airport security? They saw something in his carry-on bag filled with. <laughs> Clean urine. Oh, I did not. I did not hear about that. No. Yeah, he's all right though. It turns out it was just uh, he was just taking Kyler Murray on vacation, so it was just. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Bill. Bill from Bill from Iowa. It's uh, good. well, yeah, Kyler. You just you can go in the carry on, so he's all right. He can be. He just in the overhead. The overhead bin. Uh, why? Why don't, why don't Canadian bears wear shoes? I don't know. Why don't Canadian bears wear shoes? Because they'd still have bare feet, Eddie. They'd still have the bare feet there. That's Husker Kevin. Oh, my God. What is this? Oh, my God. There's a conspiracy theory involving Zion Williamson and New Orleans. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a a Pelican brief, Eddie. It's uh, I know. What does <laughs> Manic Mike said that? What does Bartolo Colon get when he plays dodgeball? Ooh, I don't know. What does Bartolo Colon get when he plays dodgeball? He gets hit, Eddie. He gets <laughs> hit. When he plays that. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Kurt from Earth who sent that one in. Uh, why? This is from Cowboy John Brad. Why does Angry Bill hate the Rockies so much? I don't know. Why does Angry Bill hate the Rockies so much? Because Bud Black's their manager. He's upset by that. <laughs> He's offended. Racist. Uh, what does the Malam militia want to give uh, exclusive Steve or douchebag Steve from Manhattan as a welcome to the show? Uh, I don't know. What do they want to give him as a welcome a, to the uh, show? A full lobotomy. Uh, that's uh, that's early to get up higher. All right. Coop, you got anything here? Did you hear why Magic Johnson decided to step down as uh, president of basketball operations from the Lakers? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he found out he had the wrong AIDS. 
That's from Ed from Spokane. Wow, Ed. Wow. Vicious, Ed. All right, we'll get to the, we got the Weed Man Roast. Coop's got some more jokes. We'll get to all that as the lame jokes of the week. It's only once a week if you're offended, so just you know, let us have our fun. We'll get to more of the lame jokes. We'll do it next. And right back to it. It's Big Man's Lame Jokes of the Week. Actual jokes by actual listeners to the show. And everyone's lined up. Everyone's ready to go. All right. Did you know that Weed Man was a da- has a daily wake-up call? How about that, Ed? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a cop yelling, you can't sleep here, bum. That's, uh, Put my mic on. That's uh, Gary from Youngstown. Uh, what does Weed Man use for cologne? I don't know. What does... What does- Oh my God! What, a what does Weed Man use for cologne? Windex. That's what he uses for cologne. Lisa, <laughs> wake up! Why does Weed Leave Man? Why does Weed Man sit when he uh, pees? Why does he? I, I don't know. Why does he uh, sit when he pees? He's a squatter. It's, uh, it happens. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just Josh who sent that one in. Did you know that Weed Man gets nervous uh, when he when he gets nervous that it can affect the weather? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it turns out it's a, a lot of high pressure. <laughs> so, Make it rain. Uh, affiliate Dave sent that one in. Did you hear that Weed Man was trapped in a porta potty for three days? I did not. Oh my that. God. He said it reminded him of when he had indoor plumbing. He, he really liked it. From <laughs> 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 Just Josh. You got anything over there, Koopaloop? Yeah, it's not Weed Man related. Okay. But. All right. Uh, what do you call a tirade from an anti-vaxxer's two-year-old child? Huh. I, I don't know. A midlife crisis. <laughs> wow. It's from John from right, Dallas. Man. How can you tell when Weed Man is in a social media war? Uh, I don't know. How can you tell when Weed Man's in a social media war? He keeps yelling, retreat, retreat. <laughs> it's, uh, Ernie, Ernie the Great Opiner. Did you hear that Weed Man asked... Andrea, the psychic, or the astrologer, rather, uh, what his sign says. I love you, Andrea. No, I didn't hear about that. She said it was uh, cardboard and reads, homeless needs help. That's (laughs) that's that's from from Bill in Iowa. What does Weed Man... Shut up. What does Weed Man read while he's dropping uh, you-know-what, Eddie? I I don't know. What does he Uh, read while he's doing that? uh, Warning, do not play in or around the dumpster. That's what he reads. (laughs) So Gary from Youngstown. How poor is Weed Man? I don't know, Ben. How poor is he? He is so poor, he can't afford free samples at Costco. That's how poor he is. So, Jay, Jay sent that one. What do you got over there, Coop? What do you get when you stick Marcel, Alexis, Weedman, and Angry Bill all into a van? Oh, that's my dream lineup right there. What do you get? A mixed assortment of fruits and nuts. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Come on. That's From not, Just Josh. That's not right. Uh, why did Weedman take a job as an exterminator? I don't know. Why did he take a job as an exterminator? Because they told him he could smoke all the roaches he finds. He's like, I'm excited about that. I love that. That's uh, Ernie the Great Opiner. <laughs> Why did Weedman turn down a job with an experimental drug company? I don't know. Why did he turn that job down? He said, I'm not experimenting. I'm proving. I don't need to. <laughs> it's Ernie, Ernie the Great Opiner. Why did, why did Weedman rub hemorrhoid cream all over his body? I, I can't even. 
even imagine why he would do that. Because the direction said, apply directly to an infected bum. He said, all right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's from Pickle Rick in Louisville. Thank you, Pickle Rick. Louisville, Kentucky. Did you know Weed Man has always been against using cocaine? No, I did not know that. Yeah. He does, however, enjoy the smell. He likes the smell. (laughs) Another another home run from Bill in Iowa. Why didn't Weed Man Hippie make his high school dive team? (laughs) I don't know why didn't Weed Man make the dive team. They weren't looking for a dumpster diver. That's what. That's that's Surfer Todd. All right, here's the closer. Uh, Another how poor is Weed Man joke. How poor is Weed Man? I don't know how poor is he. Weed Man's so poor. When he goes to the movie theater, he sits in section eight. Section eight, Eddie. Section eight. (laughs) The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 